Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado, think Holden. Hello, Ed Cavalier here. Thank you for downloading the Triple M Summer Breakfast podcast. I've had a lovely time uh, with all my friends, so-called friends. They're showbiz friends, so they're... Uh, how do you describe them? Well, they're awful, but um, I maintain the best I can. So you can hear me... Next year, as part of the grill team in Brisbane, it's me, the Queensland legend, that is Marto and Michelle. Very much looking forward to it. I'll uh, speak to you then. For the final time, myself, Ed Cavalli, uh, the Moon Man, Mooney, and with us... Morning. Just, well, hi, Moon. Uh, yeah, it's it. That Summer breakfast uh, is over today. Like all good things yep. or viruses, it must come to an end. And with us to drag it, screaming to the end this morning, our good friend Tommy Daslow. Good morning to you, sir. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having me. Morning, um, Tommy Daslow. How do we know Tommy Daslow? He's a comedian. Mm. He's He's a writer. He's a stand-up comedian. He is. He hosts a podcast, a wonderful podcast called The Little Dum Dum Club, all by himself, which is an incredible achievement. And Uh, uh, it's up there, The Little Dum Dum Club, but uh, our our podcast, Ed, Summer... Yeah, the summer, summer Hot Breakfast. Yeah, the Summer Breakfast podcast has had a uh, winning response on the iTunes, mm. and we respect that. And I say, cop that, happy tree friends. <laughs> cop that, you lot. Cop that fiber yeah. in your conversations. Your prime competition. Exactly. Tell it walking. Well, the moral of, the, of this morning's show is, of course... Strap yourself in. It's bedlam out there. It sure is. <laughs> it is bedlam. Um, not to, Do not go out there, Moon. The it is. Bedlam. The strap yourself in is almost superfluous because it's illegal not to strap yourself in. <laughs> oh, car wise. Yeah. So you've got to put your belt on. I think today tonight was also thinking. Can we hear it one more time? It's a. I think they meant also like strap yourself brace in. Brace yourself. Yeah, strap yourself yeah, in for so today, tonight. Here we go. Strap yourself in. It's bedlam out there. Oh. And she sounds really happy about the danger on the roads. Yeah, but still chills running down my spine every time we hear that. Ooh. Just. Ugh. It is a bit much. Um, well, so yesterday we were talking, I was talking to myself, as I looked at the best albums of the year. And there's been a lot of good albums come out. Um, das, Moon, have you got a favourite album, music-wise, from this year? Mm. You can't both say Flume at once. <laughs> <laughs> flume. Or uh, Beyonce's visual album, which is another way of saying pay for videos. Yeah. That's a scam of the century, isn't it? Well, it's, it's certainly something. I found out a friend of mine shot a couple of the videos and had to sign a secrecy agreement. Right. In, in Fitzroy? What's, you know when they it found was in Victoria. Victoria. Oh, it was, was in it Victoria. It was in, some of them were in Victoria. My favourite album of the year, uh, Par Excellence, uh, Human Nature's Christmas album. Oh, of course. Oh. Well, that, that goes without saying. That's the number one every year. Well, I was thinking, what is the least Triple M album that's been released this year? Ooh. I think it might be this. That's right, Triple M fans. That's Muse. That is Muse doing their thing. It may not be. It's a cover of Abba's Waterloo. Uh, no, it's not. Isn't it? It's Andre Rieu does Abba. Ooh. Right. <laughs> finally. Andre Rieu finally got around to Abba. Why is Andre Rieu in the post office? Why is he there? Because he's the perfect gift for everyone you hate. Because I was uh, down at the post office. I wasn't paying a bill or getting stamps. I just needed a new picnic set. And... Uh, <laughs> I was looking everywhere for it, and it's all Rieu down there. It's super Rieu. Yeah. It's, it's reams and reams of Rieu. Mm. But anyway, I got a three-way lantern, so that was good. <laughs> so it's good down there at the post office. Uh, hey, Das. Yes. You're in show business. I sure am. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a bit on TV. You've been yep. in films. Mm-hmm. You're a ra- you've got a great mm-hmm. podcast. Uh-huh. Do you meet a lot of scumbags? 
scumbags. Oh, non-stop. Yeah. It's just scumbag central out there. Well, you're being slightly facetious because, you know, most of the time when you meet people, even if you think, when if you see them from afar, you think they're awful. But then when you meet them, you're like, ah, now they're nice. Now I can't dislike them as much as I used to. Right? Absolutely. There's an old adage, don't introduce me to that man, I'll be unable to hate him. That's exactly right. Mm. That's the, uh, they call that the Sanderlands theorem. So then, um, <laughs> Sarah. Hi. Our good producer. Morning. How are you? I'm excellent. And you're a sunny, you have a sunny disposition. Why, thank you. You, you do a wonderful you job do. here at Triple M and you're staying on to do it's another wonderful lovely. job on a great show next year. Thank you. What happened to you yesterday? Well, yesterday I was on the way to the dentist exactly. driving, yeah. which mm-hmm. is always fun. Mm-hmm. And you've got a terrible car, don't you? Well, I wouldn't say it's terrible. Just go with me. It's an early swipe. Okay, I drive a terrible car. Yeah, because you, you, you don't earn a... You know, a Daewoo Nubira. <laughs> stop it. Stop it going the Nubira. <laughs> <laughs> the anyway, Proton we're, Jumba. we're going off <laughs> yes. track here. I, I received happened? a rather distressing Well, phone distressed call. phone call. I know distressed where this is going. Distressed phone call from just, one just... Lawrence Moonman Mooney. Oh, yeah. well, oh. Who, you, he, uh, who said, oh, hey, says, how's it going, baby? Are you still in the office? I said, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry I've left, you know. He said, How's it oh, going, baby? That's, I... that, that sounds like me. I said, babe. But um, he said, oh, have you, have you, um, have you got a 10-bucker? Oh. I've locked myself out of the car park and I don't have any money. Oh. Classic scam. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. But he made it out somehow. I said to him, mate, just drive up, press the buzzer, see if you can't negotiate with them, tell them that you work at Triple M. And I got a texty a few minutes later and he was out. Yeah. So I want to know what happened. Okay. Okay, uh, I have actually contravened the deal I did with the guy in the car park because he said, tell no one. Okay. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the... Tell no one what has happened here. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, so you're in your expensive car mm. that you bought with your showbiz money. Yep. And you're... Cash. Ca- no. No. You're the one who told me not to say that anymore. <laughs> no, I actually bought it cash. Okay. Yeah. No paper trail. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got hasn't got any plates on it. Well. <laughs> it's been rebirthed. Um, so what happened? <laughs> so you're in the car park eating donuts, and then what? Yeah. Uh, well, what happened beforehand was I went to breakfast with you. Fun. And uh, you had to get away to do publicity shots because yes. you're doing breakfast for Triple M yes. in Brisbane next year. Absolutely. All important. Oh, I've got to rush. Okay. Uh, I paid for your breakfast <laughs> and you then realised... Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Did a little bit of shopping, though. Yeah. Did a little bit of extra Christmas shopping. Good. Some wrapping, some cards, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Got back to the car park, thought 10 bucks is going to be enough. Yeah. And it's $30. And oh. Oh. oh, wow. And I felt trapped. I felt trapped and sweaty. And who do I call whenever I'm panicked? Do I call my wife? No, I call Sarah. Our call producer. the producer. Yeah. Yeah. She'll make it all better. That. She'll make it all better. Yeah. But and if you had 10 bucks and you're asking Sarah for 10 bucks, you were still 10 bucks short. I knew I had enough change secreted uh, in the car. Don't break into it. You'll never find it. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so I pushed the intercom. The guy comes down and I said, I work at Triple M. He goes, I'll let you out. Don't tell anyone. So I have been. I, I feel have, like I've, I've, I've broken up the here, deal. Guys. No, I've you broken haven't. The deal. You know what, Moon? Take him down a DVD, a Lawrence of Suburbia DVD today. You know, yeah. that's worth at least seven bucks. I saw it in JB. <laughs> in the bin, up the front. In the bin. With the Acropolis Now DVDs, I'm sure it's still worth a good six or seven dollars. With the uh, Wannabes. That is a good movie, though. The Wannabes is a bit yeah. of fun. What was your last movie credit, Moon? Very quickly. Uh, last movie credit was The Cup, uh, Stephen mm-hmm. Curry. I'm the starter at um, 
I'm the starter of some race. I'm the starter of the race. Maybe the Melbourne Cup? (laughs) No, I was the starter at Belmont where Damien Oliver's brother died in the race. I'm that guy. I killed Damien Oliver's brother in the movie. Of course you did. If uh, you're wondering what uh, Lawrence Mooney was up to last night, the news did follow him. There's more CCTV and it actually shows the culprit setting up for this attack. He's kneeling down out the front of the store. You can mm-hmm. see him looking around. Then mm-hmm. suddenly he lights the Molotov cocktail <laughs> on fire and runs up the street with it flaming, ready to lob it into the front of the store. Unbelievable behaviour during Christmas, Moon. Just uh, carols. It's a new way of, rather than by candlelight, mm. it's by Molotov light. <laughs> How much do you wish the Bonds carolers came to your house? <laughs> I tell you what, Pat Rafter can sing. Is it Pat Rafter? Yeah. I've, I've never had the carolers. I've never had the salvos come up the street with a... I have. It's great. Ding dong. The tuba. That was one of the best mouth tubers I've ever heard. Congratulations. Really? Yeah, stunning work. A... Um, so Carol from Neighbours is here. Let's come back because Dasilo, um, what are people thinking doing over the Christmas break? A lot of people like to go to the cinema. Sure. Lord of the Rings has made it their territory for the last 250 years. Yeah, Hobbit. have, yeah. But Hobbsy's we, back. we want to know which summer movies are worth seeing and which are not. Now, Das. Mm. Das, Das, Das. You're a writer. You're a comedian. You've got a lot of time on your hands. Yes. So, have you seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too? Haven't got to that yet. Probably after this. That, that looks funny. Mm. Seriously, I thought yeah. that looked quite funny. Yeah. But I hadn't seen the first one. Do I need to see the first it's one? An, it's well, an animation, is it not? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But these days you don't have to be, you can always get away with it by saying, there's actually a lot of jokes for adults in it. <laughs> yeah. There's or, actually a lot of jokes for adults. Or a bit of a message. Message? It's yeah, a universe, a message? It's a universal theme. So what have you seen, Das? I've seen American Hustle in oh, the last week. Oh, Oscar buzz. A lot of Oscar buzz. <laughs> Christian uh, Bale has had a body transformation. He has. He's done a bit of a Charlie's Theron in Monster, sort of grossing himself up. Do you know what uh, I mean? He's a bit yeah, fat. beautiful people He's, gross themselves yeah, up. Thank yeah. you so much. You're yeah. just like us. I'm like, not into like it. Like what I've done. Yeah, like what Moon's <laughs> done. Slowly, over a number of years. <laughs> So people, the man in the street feels there's some kind of empathy with me. Yeah, when they see you, they're like, oh, he's just like us, except 30 kilos fatter. Um, <laughs> das, yes. did you love it? I, I sort of wasn't into it. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against the Oscar buzz. I don't, like a, bit of, I don't like a bit of a, a good-looking actor kind of like fatting and balding up for a film because I kind of think, isn't there someone good out there that's fat and bald that could have done that? No. You know? Really? Well, that's not what Hollywood wants. <laughs> it's it's what I want. It's what the man on the okay. street wants. Surely there's more to this film than Christian Bale fatting up and getting a little bit of a bald cap on. Doesn't Jennifer not much. Is there a good story? There's a decent story, but it's because it's set in the 70s, and mm. it's got a bit in it that I've realised happens a lot in films that are set in the 70s or the 80s, where there's a bit where they reveal a bit of technology that's new for the day oh, that yeah, now we fine. all take for granted. Yeah, that's fine. And there's the, and there's the over-the-top reveal, and, and then someone going, <laughs> as if as if that's yeah, ever going to catch on. on. The old phone in the briefcase yeah, all with that 80s sort of films, stuff. Wall Street, and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. The smugness of us in 2013, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking back and going, <laughs> they've got no idea. No idea. What is These it? What are they idiots? reveal? Uh, a microwave, and they call it a science oven. Ugh. I like that name, actually. I really? like a bit of science oven. I love a new science <laughs> yeah. oven if you're listening what are they? What do they heat up or what do they cook in the microwave? Oh, someone puts foil in it and it bursts into flames, oh, oh, yeah. which is pretty you don't sweet. Don't do that. What yeah. they, has anyone seen Battle of the Year? So when you just see it written down in the uh, listings, you think Battle of the Year. Mm. Oh, that sounds like a big action movie. Is The Rock in that? Maybe yeah. Jason Statham's taking it to the streets. Yeah. And then you realize that it's a dance battle. Oh. 
yet another Take It to the Step Up to the Streets oh, 15 Battle a, of the Year. It's a dance it's a, movie. It's a prank title. It's a, <laughs> I love the idea. And, it. and what about Delivery Man, It's a, which marks Vince Vaughn's 100th movie where he's just standing in a hoodie going, what, me? Every one of his films now <laughs> oh. yep. needs a new one. Or... He uh, yeah. is he in cahoots with hoodies? Has he got hoodie sponsorship? He's, he's do you think? I like him. I, I like but him. But it is the same thing over and over again, isn't it? All just every give me swingers and then that's all. Then then you're happy. Yeah. What about um? Has anybody seen Bad Grandpa? No, I've not. I love Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I love Jackass. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. I love it. The Jackass, the 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 perfect trilogy. Of films, the I, seriously, the only trilogy that is flawless. All the all three of them, they you can't get, fault that. They get better and better. They and do. Better. They get oh, better and better. I didn't laugh at number two as much as I did at number one. <laughs> number one was such a refreshing day at the cinema. I was in hysterics. Yeah, the that, best. That's always a question I like to ask people. What's the film that you've been in that's got the best response, the most laughs? What's a comedy film you've been in the cinema that got oh. the most laughs you've ever heard in a cinema? Right. I reckon maybe the original Anchorman. I remember seeing that That's in the cinemas the day it came out. Yeah. Dumb, it was... Dumb and Dumber. I oh, remember yeah. every, oh, wow. everyone was in the cinema howling. Yes. The, the shot right at the start with the dog mobile coming over the hill <laughs> is just magic. Mm, I remember when I saw Titanic, people were absolutely <laughs> hysterical with Spoiler laughter. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Think Andre Rieu doing ABBA. The least Triple M thing that's ever been released. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> What's he going to do next? What would you like to hear Andre Ryu do next now that he's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Andre Ryu yes. does Snoop Dogg. Gin and Juice. And Pharrell. Oh, yeah. 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 Beats by Ryu. They're the new... <laughs> headphones that I'm getting. <laughs> Strings by Rieur. They're 900 bucks, but my lord, they sound Ooh, fantastic. The clarity. <laughs> the clarity. <laughs> you've never the... heard a waltz until you've heard it in Strings <laughs> by Rieur. That Austrian clarity. That Austrian clarity. <laughs> Austrians. Don't. I'm not going to go to the Austrians. Good. If you're Austrian, give us a call. Talk up your country. Talk up your nationality. <laughs> Please. Defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a reason to be down on Austria because people like George Bush, Mm. W. Bush, Mm. he thinks that they're us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're often they're too close, and there's a they need to change their name. They're our Shelbyville, (laughs) our arch rivals. Australian cricket legend, and what a fit man he is. Hello, Adam Gilchrist. Oh, thanks for the rap. Good morning, guys. No, How are you? 40, morning, Gilly. You were 40, you're 42. 42, yeah. You He's look, just a boy, just a mere whip yeah, of a it's lad. starting out for me. It's all ahead of you. You look fantastic. Oh, thanks, mate. Are you on a regime of, are you on a skincare regime? Uh, no, no, I haven't tapped into Warney's supply of moisturising. Oh, not on that. Uh, <laughs> I think Warney's done a little bit more than moisturising. His head looks tight. <laughs> it's a tight and head. Gilly, all your own hair? All my own. <laughs> That's a beautiful head of hair as well. I'm not a grey amongst them. Yes, mate, I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to come in more often. <laughs> well, I've never seen. I've never seen you up close in. Per- I've seen you at games, like playing yep. off in the distance. Yep. But I've never had the chance to see you up close. Yeah, normally, normally a helmet on there somewhere Absolutely or something. Right. Well, and you were one of those uh, strange sportsmen that uh, retired with a bit of dignity, not oh. getting knocked out in your final fight, or you walked out when you know you still had a bit left in the tank. Dropped well, yet another catch, and I walked off. Right, will do me. That's not uh, true. And never was there a happier bunch of. Bowlers in your life. <laughs> finally, 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 he's off. 
God, yeah. old iron gloves. Uh, that is not true. You took many a good catch. I won't accept that. <laughs> so have you been watching the tests, obviously? Yeah, and yeah, for sure. You, how do you go with the weight? Like, the, we're playing sort of aggressive, sort of that style of game. And that was yep. part of what the Australian teams that you were part of was like. Are you enjoying seeing that back in the in the psyche of the team? Yeah, I, look, I've, I've just been enjoyed watching the players enjoying themselves. Yes. Because I think for a while, that love and enjoyment disappeared. Mm. It was so regimented. Um, yeah, they couldn't do anything. That there's an old joke, or a joke that Brett Lee uses, where ah. you know in the old days they put the beers in ice. Now they put the players in ice yeah, uh, yeah, with yeah. all this recovery and rehab right. and yeah. getting ready and planning <laughs> for the next game. And yes. hang on, you're there. You enjoy the moment. Enjoy a win. Enjoy. Yeah. You know, if it's a loss, you sit around and talk about it and console. You're not always forecasting to the future. So yeah. uh, Darren Lehman, that's the common denominator. He's so there. chilled, isn't yeah. he? Isn't he? Yeah. He's and uh, sleep out there. he's being lauded by all the players for bringing that enjoyment back into yeah. the rooms. I know we're going to talk about the KFC T20 T20 Big Bash. That's tonight, 7.30, Channel 10. Gilly is going to be commentating. Um, Over the years, have our players been pushed into too much cricket with the IPL and all that sort of stuff, you know? Is there too much expected of them? I think think there is probably across the board too much cricket played. I think Mm. there's room for all three formats. Mm. Test cricket at the moment, we're loving it, aren't we? We're all back. It's going well. Uh, One day cricket and T20 cricket can survive if it's well administrated. It's a difficult schedule to balance up. Mm. It's a busy year. Yeah, it's just so full on. Players do have the choice of not going to the IPL. So for those that don't know, the IPL is the Indian Premier League. Mm. Some sweet cash. There's some sweet bucks bucks over there. Some Some mighty big rupees. Delicious. (laughs) The players do have the option uh, (laughs) to have six weeks off or have a million dollars for six weeks. So it's a tough tough choice. Pull down the big biryani over in the IPL. Let's talk about tonight 7 30 channel 10 now there's a man who you're commentating with who is officially not allowed into this building his yeah. name tim zura no it is damien <laughs> damien fleming, fleming. He, yeah, he's, he's, a dis- sh- he's a disgraceful individual he is you've just shaken your head which i think I is the correct under- response i can understand why you don't want him on these premises I mean, you know you mentioned the names we've got mark war oh. ricky ponting so viv oh. now Yourself. naturally we've had a couple of production days and we come in and Everyone's just assumed that Ricky's taken the number one. Of course. You know, yeah, he's captain. He's he was Australian. Yes. Fleming's got designs all over that. Oh, no. He's, Fleming. I think self-anointed Richie Benno of the... Oh, no. You know, he's gone for the beige. Oh, has uh, he really? It's just not working on him because he's pretty pale <laughs> he's and flaky He's very anyway, pale but... and flaky. Yeah. There's, oh, a, there's a very... Know your place, Fleming. Know there's, your place. There's a very famous photo of Sir Vivian Richards flaming up a fatty after uh, <laughs> winning a game. Does he still have the same I process know, before gonna... commentary? Oh, we'll have to have to ask him about that one on air. I reckon that's exactly the uh, projected image we want for the kids out there. But... What a wonderful first question! Yeah. Now, Sevier, so I'm glad you're here. Adam Gilchrist here. I'm glad you're sitting down. Oh, that's great. All right, tonight it's the Big Melbourne uh, Derby, Stars and Renegades, and then tomorrow the Sydney Derby, uh, the Thunder and uh, what are the other one called? So the Thunder and Sydney Sixers. Thunder uh, and that's Sixers, right. That's but it. you mentioned the derbies. A bit of rivalry building up across across town. You know, rivals mm. here in Melbourne. Mm. You Recall last year where Warney threw the ball at the stumps, supposedly. (laughs) Uh, Marlon Samuels was about five metres from the stumps. (laughs) Of course, Samuels responded with the old good bat toss, throw the bat back at you. So 
for everyone here in town, mm. come on down and have a look. You'll right. see some fireworks. No Tonight, doubt about it. MCG and on Channel 10, 7.30 uh, for the Big Bash. KFC T20 Big Bash. Gilly, looking forward to hearing your thoughts uh, on the commentary and keep up whatever you're doing. You're a, a, an amazing looking man. And <laughs> would you like to take this opportunity to plug Tim Zura's book, The Gloves the Are Off, gloves now are for off. the facts, which I got for $1 at a Salvation Army and felt ripped off? I've got to mention, I think on the second page in that one. Well, so, I've um, got to bring this up. I've, I've loved this book for a long time. There's a bit in the book where he goes, he's a, it's quite a bitter book. Um, and <laughs> the best kind. He says, oh, you is know. It, is it as bitter as Paul Barry's spin out? Uh, I mean, not as what a that. hatchet job yeah, that yes, book is. There's a bit where, he, and it's sort of just as you've come into the team, yeah. this book was released. And safe to say, when you joined the Australian team, things went well. And then in the, <laughs> in, but in Tim's version of events, TZ, not there's happy. this bloke who's come in from New South Wales that's been pushed me out of the Australian side. We'll see how he goes. <laughs> well, we saw how he went. Thank you, Tim. And it was pretty good. I did ask him to hit me a few catches that first day at state training. But uh, Nothing? Yeah, he's still, I'm still waiting for the answer. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Gilly. Let's do this. There's a moon man who's got himself a wheel of opportunity. You could spin it to win some tickets. Brand new introduction to Mooney's Wheel of Opportunity. Cover of Bowie's Starman. Well, cover or homage, you be the judge. Homage, yeah. Plenty of great prizes on the wheel today. We've still got the uh, tickets to go and see Queens of the Stone Age and Nine Inch Nails because Triple M is presenting the gig. Go For details, go to triplem.com.au. Also got the limited edition signed mm. tour poster. Also, we've got this. Six prestige cars, more than a million dollars worth of drugs, wow. over $100,000 in cash, Whoa. and $20,000 in gold bullion. That's oh, good stuff. Wow. And I've been into the cupboard and found a half a bottle of pomegranate molasses past the due by date. So <laughs> if you want to use that in a recipe. Hey, Peter. Hey, guys, how are you going? Whoa, Peter. Now, have you heard the things on offer? Yes, there's a lot of tempting things in there. There sure is. <laughs> All right, Rosie, don't keep him waiting any longer. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel, Rosie. Spin the wheel for Peter. Spin the wheel, Rosie. Rosie. Oh, 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 hang on a sec. Oh, that's weird. Um, it's landed on number six, Peter. So you've yes. missed out on the uh, many drugs and bullion, I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, well. But you've well, got yourself that. tickets to go and see Queen's yeah. 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 Congratulations, Pete. Sensational. Who are you going to go Love with? Work, guys. Love the show. Love you, Pete. Awesome. Who are you going to go with? Uh, probably, probably my wife. Probably your wife. wife. Let's probably. just wait and see what happens there. Let's not. <laughs> that's uh, right. That's yeah. right. You never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> two details. Go to triplem.com.au. Good. That doorbell again. Yeah. Is really someone going to get that? Rosie what, Rosie, what is that? It is our doorbell. I forgot we had it, and it's a bit persistent. A studio doorbell. Yep. Maybe well, maybe Gilly's left his pads behind well, or something. Can you open the door, please? A security. Hello? Uh, am I too late to get the pomegranate molasses? <laughs> hey, who is it's it? Tony Martin, lovely to see you. What's hey? going on here? Oh, well, we just what having a wheel. What was all that? What am <laughs> there? There's a lot of security. Okay. We're yeah. having a wheel spin. Right. Will yeah. you stick around and have a chat? Yes. Yeah, is it a real wheel spin or is it all done with sound effects? How dare you suggest <laughs> such I a thing? I hate a phony wheel spin. <laughs> no, the wheel's radio. just there. It's right there. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Think Triple M. Think Andre Rieu. Does ABBA. It is.
the least Triple M album released this year. Myself, Ed Cavalry, Lawrence Booty, Tommy Dasilo, Tony Martin rounds out the panel. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, good morning. I certainly never know what you'll play next here at Triple Absolutely M. Absolutely right. <laughs> Andre Ruhr. Ruhr. Now, Ooh, you're a big Ruhr guy. That's why you go, I You it. go Ruhr. Ruhr. You are Ria. Mm, that's his name. I, I, but I, th- I don't think you can give the surname the full weight without giving the, the Christian name a bit of Andre <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's guttural. How many uh, DVDs is he up to now? I stopped counting at 32. Really? 32? There's one called uh, Andre Ruhr in New York. Yeah. But then there was another one, which you can still get, called Andre Ruhr on his way to New York. (laughs) It's like he's gone, well... Got a couple of hours before we get there. I reckon we could bang in another one. Andre Ruhr delayed flight. <laughs> and then there's another one called Andre Ruhr New York Memories. Oh, oh. So that's obviously on the way out. He's gone, well, let's do a threefer. And then he does that thing where when he goes to a local yeah. place, oh, yes. he'll weave in. Yes, Waltzing Matilda will get played. Yeah, or the na- uh, Neighbours theme. Oh, yes, he did the Neighbours Nice, that is nice. When he came to Sydney, when he goes to uh, uh, Spain, he'll yes. do the Lonely Ball. Really? But then Andre Ruhr in New York, mm-hmm. he does Yakety Sax. <laughs> the Benny Hill uh, thing. To the chase music from Benny Hill. Who's told him that? Who's gone, yeah, mate, this is the sound maybe of the bigger. Maybe I should do Frank Sinatra. No, no, Andre. <laughs> what, what did they do? <laughs> Tracing crack thieves. <laughs> that was the mu- Did they use that on the wire? <laughs> Very hard to pull off on the on violin, I Imagine yeah. these acts. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's his skill. All right, Triple M Summer <laughs> Breakfast. Stay there, Tone, because we're coming up. I know you love Hollywood, and oh, we're going to be. Do you have a Hollywood reporter on this show? Yes, we do. I know. What was the name of your old Hollywood reporter when you did breakfast on this station? Uh, I was Todd Felcher. Let's but... move on. Okay. This, this when you man... you mean he wasn't real? <laughs> As... Oh, have you got we've, a real one? Yeah, we've, we've got, got a real one. We had a show where you mm. just, no matter what the uh, question was, the answer was Lindsay Lohan. Live from LA, gentlemen, is our showbiz reporter Bobby H. Shriekman. Good morning, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, Eddie. Hi. Hello, little Tommy and Wild Tony. Oh, hello, Bobby. Oh, what about right? you, Lolly? How are you? I'm good, thanks, Bobby. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get to the big showbiz stories. Uh, oh, yeah. What about Nicole Kidman, Bobby? Nicole Kidman. Well, she was once a ranger, but now. Ooh. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good uh, stuff. What's going on with Miranda Kerr? Oh, Miranda Kerr and Orlando. <laughs> oh. Okay, excellent. Mm. Yeah, no, that's uh, the, to the bottom of that. Lawrence, do you have a question for Bobby? Yeah, Bobby, uh, Kim Kardashian's been waxing her baby's eyebrows. What's that all about? Ooh, little baby with a... Mm. <laughs> Ah, mm. uh, ah, uh. Tommy. <laughs> hey, Bobby, what can you tell us about uh, Shia LaBeouf at the moment? <laughs> the little LaBeoufy! Oh! Mm. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, could you answer that question with a different sound effect? <laughs> no, we've heard that one. We've heard that one, the different one. Oh! No, I think that may be in the repertoire as well. Look, we... Oh, that's it. We better... We better let you go, Bobby, because you sound like you might explode. Uh, Lawrence, do you have a final question for Bobby? Yeah, Bobby, your top uh, celebrity uh, wardrobe malfunction of all time. Oh, it's got to be Janet Jackson with a booty! Why, Bobby, what have you got planned for Christmas? Oh, just 
turkey, turkey, turkey. Are you off to see the Hobbit? The dis- mm, yes, oh, I love the Hobbit down anymore. I just can't get enough Tolkien. Okay, well, you're talking it in over there, Bobby. We will mm. leave you to it. Thank mm. you, Bobby. Have a lovely Christmas. Mm. We will um, speak to you uh, soon. Bye. Triple M Summer Breakfast. Tony, it's lovely to have you here, but yep. I did hear Gordon Ramsay describe you in a very unkind way last night. Look at it. Almost looks like an albino pineapple. Unfair. Oh, <laughs> oh, him. Oh, he's not happy unless he's angry and throwing up in a bucket, is he? At the moment, he's doing oh, I love friendly him. Gordon's family Christmas, and every time a right. kid walks in, you go, kid, walk out. He's going he's to he's punch you. Look at him. He looks like an albino pineapple. <laughs> That's the way they describe him. It's- Just saw this come through. Late night top taxi tips for the holiday season. Mm. Yes. Um, have your fare ready. So have money ready to go, they're saying. That's a good tip. Yeah, yep. well, it's in your pocket or in your wallet, so it's probably close by. So have some cash, they're yeah. saying. Now, this one I thought was odd. Share with a stranger. Mm. That was number five on the list. Yep. Now, Lawrence, you drove a cab as part of a comedy festival research program. Yes. And what would you say about this? Uh, well, you know... A lot of cabs, a lot of people trying to get cabs this time of year. Why not share with a stranger? Mm. Good way to meet people. Really? Make sure that stranger hasn't got a machete yeah, or a, right. a switchblade. It, it can be awkward conversations, though, mm. don't yeah, you find? True. I was in a cab with the uh, the Sunrise Cash Cow, for example. <laughs> it was just, yeah. We had nothing in common, nothing well, to say. The poor and cow is heartbroken. wouldn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had a f- has has had a falling out with Mark Beretta. We the are going to deal with that. Uh, I, my advice would be if you're sideways because mm-hmm. you've had way too much to drink, and, and the you Christmas get in, starting, yeah. and the taxi driver says, "Where would you like to go?" Don't say home. <laughs> uh, have an address because have if you more- say home and then fall asleep, <laughs> they'll drive you around, they'll rob you, they'll take your pants off and throw you out in the car park of a hotel. And how many times did you do that? I've had that done to me a lot. <laughs> done to you? Yeah. Did you get it back? Did you get yeah. your own back when I, you did? Oh yeah. Uh, when you're a cab driver, how many people yacked in your in your cab? We threw up. Yep. Uh, there was one, and I knew what was going to happen. You can tell because mm-hmm. they start. They start chewing air, yeah, mm. and then like they start sucking their own cheeks. Okay, mm. and uh, so I pulled it over and got her out before she she uh, did it. And you've been together ever since. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was prop. You can tell just by its, if yeah the the vibe. The, you got the baking smell, and the, they're also the heads turn into kettles because <laughs> they go like. <laughs> I do a lot of nose breathing, really blind people. I think I told you, Lawrence, I was behind a cab that was going around a, a right-hand turn, mm. and I actually saw on the turn the cab driver reach behind with one hand and push the head of the passenger in the back seat out the window <laughs> so he could spew on the turn, leaving a sort of lo- like the machine that paints the lines on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. A perfect spew arc around the corner. There's your, that's your taxi tip. That is a tips. great manoeuvre. Beautiful. Where really do you want to go? Do. Home. <laughs> Triple M Summer Breakfast, myself, Ed Cavalli. That's Lawrence Mooney there to his left. Uh, comedian Tommy Dasilo and flanking a lot of us, Captain Tony Martin. Good morning to you all. Oh, well, it's so festive. It's the only way to describe this morning. 
Strap yourself in. It's bedlam out there. Yes. Mm. Not in here, though. Not in here at all. Uh, talking about television, we all love a bit of TV. Yeah. And all week, or well, all, all the first three weeks of uh, Summer Breakfast, Lawrence Mooney has been pitching what can only be described as winning reality TV show ideas. Oh, and what's, what's the best one so far? Oh, uh, search for a new Rolf. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Oh, death row conjugal visits. Yeah. So good stuff. As you can see, they're real uh, sort of Channel 7, 7.30 fair. Yeah. But um, what have you got for us today, Moon? Well, look, you know, this is rural, and uh, they love to go rural with their reality. Yes, they do. The big channel. So let's have a listen to this one. For a long time, we've tried to hook up single boys from the bush with lovely, lonely ladies. Well, now we're turning it around. It's Farmer Doesn't Want His Wife. We get a bunch of cockies who are sick of the missus and help them relocate into a new life. Now, surely there's a lot of guys on the land who are just sick to death of their wives and don't know what to do. And where do we set them up? Well, that's it. One better in the Gold Coast? Yeah, we give them a new identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, We give them some cash. So witness protection kind of style comes into it. Yeah, we start a whole new life for them. And, you know, we start with 12 cockies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm seeing probably elderly men. Could could the the cash cow, the Sunrise cash cow, be used? (laughs) I think the Sunrise cash cow's integral because he's clearly or she rather uh it's clearly someone from the bush who's relocated to the city it's right and and he he could be like big john on rock of love just sort of being the (laughs) the middleman between the the ladies well yeah and and helping uh, through that very turbulent Mm. readjustment period where you know you get your one better on the gold coast Mm -hmm. you've been out on the land for a long time you Mm -hmm. just go crazy you do all of a sudden you're at wet and wild you're living (laughs) it up you're going bananas it's all thanks to the Holden Colorado Think Colorado Think Holden, not brought to you by the Holden Vlahos. You can fit 194 million things in the back of your Vlahos, but remember where you've parked it because you'll never find it, your Holden Vlahos. <laughs> That's How, not, that is not, that is not a car. No. no. How's the way Vlahos was taking people to Dubai and, and having them stay in a seven star hotel? That was incredible. Ooh, What's that? Seven? Extra? What's the seven and star? And it's all yeah. dressed up very much like the inside of your. Um, Arabian harem. It's got a lot of fringe and a lot of cushion. Gold leaf toilet paper. A lot of belly dancing going on. Yes. I want to, if I'm seven star, I want to open the door and I want the ding, 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 the belly oh, dancer there. I want, oh. I want it there. Okay, that's interesting. Normally seven star just means they have a large fish tank. Yeah. That's what I, when I watch <laughs> Megastructures Hotel, whenever they mm. say seven stars, it's just always got a big fish tank. I stayed in a six star in uh, Jakarta. Oh, the Mandarin Ooh. Oriental. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Disgusting. It was Mooney's struggling. <laughs> but uh, they would come and cut me fresh fruit twice daily. There you go. Wow. Yeah, they, the trolley would come in, they'd slice up my guava <laughs> and my pineapple. And I could have had them feed it to me if I no, chose. No, for seven, you're getting it fed to you. Yes, yeah. seven. Six, seven. You, they're just flinging it at you. Yeah. When you go into the toilet, you know that sash that's across the mm, toilet, the beautiful. mayor will come in and cut that <laughs> with some giant scissors at the seven star. Uh, it's Triple M, your Andre Ryu porthole. That is Ryu doing ABBA, the least Triple M album ever released. One more play of that, and we may have to give him royalties. So, Rosie, we're going to have to back away. Lawrence Mooney's here, myself, Ed Cavalry, Tommy Daslow in the house, uh, Dr. Tony Martin's here as well. Television, gentlemen, television. Oh, television yes. is the drug of the nation, yep. breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. Can you not? <laughs> you, you, are, you are the voice of Bryn, my bedazzled life. So if anyone's <laughs> doing those things. No, I was joking. I love the telly. I, that's where I spend most of my time. He does. We should say Lawrence Mooney does 
does do a communist mouthpiece on ABC2 about the ills of capitalism called Dirty Laundry Life. Dirty Laundry Life mm. returning next year, 2014, 9.30 no, Thursday night. You need the voiceover, the Channel 10 voiceover, where everything's always about to change. <laughs> Everything is about to change on Offspring. And the, the, I was watching one, yeah. and it just the voiceover, this is, I wrote it down, this is what the voiceover said, everything you know about Wonderland is about to be turned on its head. <laughs> it was like the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about what, what is Wonderland. <laughs> Forget everything you think you know about Blue Bloods. <laughs> How many days away was that? Because that's their new one that they love. 87 days to go until New Wonderland. That's, so what they're saying is all the character development we did in the first episode has been thrown out by the writers of the second episode. <laughs> Nothing worked. Nothing. <laughs> NCIS has gone topsy-turvy. <laughs> Our so plot lines are so thin, we've got a whole suite of writers in. The only thing you can be sure of on Offspring is that Lockie Hume's accent will change as the Doctor every single episode. <laughs> the man who played Packer and has a floating voice on Offspring. And he, the Doctor's character is loosely based on Les Murray. No one knows where that no accent one knows is where from. He's from. Quickly, he's doing it. Well, I saw one. He was doing Matt Berry from the IT. Yeah. Cast. <laughs> what are you talking about, Jim? Then he was Jim? South. Af- then he was Tony Gregg. He was South African for a while. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was Kerry Packer in the Packer movies. If you're wondering who on earth that is, hey, um, uh, Das, how do you? Yep. You're a young man. How old are you? I'm 27. How do you watch television? I'm all about the Netflix at the moment. Mm. Legally, of course. No, I'm, no, no, I'm, paying, I'm paying my bills. It's yeah. all happening. Do you have an illegal hookup to an American iTunes account so you can get Netflix? There's nothing illegal about it. Money's what? coming out of the account. What just is for Netflix? any authority figures who are listening. It's so how, a, do, how do you get through? Yeah, how do you get the American authority? Oh, you lie about your address. Yeah, that's right. all. Okay. I mean, yeah. So, know. Tommy, what, what is Netflix for those who don't know? Netflix is like a streaming. It's like a big library that you pay. Like What a is streaming for, for those that don't know? Um, uh, it's it's off the internet. There we go. And so you click on it and you can get whatever you want. You got everything. Okay, so that is about the most high tech way that someone can watch television at the moment. Yeah, mm. Tony, what are you doing? Uh, I've noticed that all nine hundred and seventy two episodes of Sons and Daughters are on YouTube. Okay. And what I like to do uh, is just choose. I just say to someone who comes around, okay, choose a number between. One and nine hundred seventy-two around five hundred twelve. Right, hit episode five hundred twelve. Go to the last thirty seconds, and it's always gold. Really? It's always someone getting married and someone outside smashing the wedding cake with their fists <laughs> in anger. Or usually, it's just someone going, "I'm telling you, Fiona, I intend to contact my solicitors." Now, <laughs> then the credits come in. Is it safe to say Sons and Daughters is not a new program? It's a show from nineteen eighty-two, but it's the brownest show in the history of a television. <laughs> the set yeah. was brown at the end of. Every episode, it would literally fade to brown. Browner than uh, a country practice. Couldn't afford black. (laughs) Uh, It was the brownest and longest. Like someone would drop some shock. I'm telling you, you'll have to clean up that spilt drink. And then there'd be like a 20 second fade to brown. (laughs) Really drink it in. I love it. 50 shades of brown. Mm. I love knowing that it's YouTube too. I bet on all these sons and daughters clips, there's fierce religious debate going in in the comments section, no matter what the episode's about. Thanks. And I don't know who's put them up, but it's like they've left on all the voiceovers, you know, where it's... Uh, who, who, who's your favourite? Is it Rowena or Phelpsy? Rowena Wallace or Peter well, Phelps? Well, Rowena Wallace was uh, one character. Pat the Rat. And then she, Pat the Rat, but then Pat the Rat went to South America and had plastic surgery and came back as somebody else. Oh, that old one. As <laughs> Belinda Giblin. But then Pat the Rat came back as a different character, a sort of tough lesbian mm. prison sort of a Rene Lawrence figure. (laughs) 
And, that is, and had to have seen is fantastic. A Rene Lawrence figure. There you go. I want my Rene Lawrence figurine for Christmas. <laughs> can, you, can you actually get the it's, Barley Nine figurine? I know. Collect them all. I think Skylanders is releasing a Barley Nine set. Triple M Summer Breakfast. Uh, we've got to get out of here semi-shortly, guys, but I want to talk about Santa's helpers because I was at my daily routine of going to my local uh, shopping center and cruising into Dick Smith to buy Christmas presents for myself. Yeah. And I was doing that yesterday, and they were having photographs with Santa's helpers and that kind of thing, and there were lots of – it was really nice. Everyone was having a, a really nice time. Santa's busy, so he needs helpers this time of year. Tons of helpers there. Everyone's doing a great job. And then there was a bit of – there was a time – it was five minutes to go until it was back on for everyone having a bit of time, which was really nice. Mm. And I saw Santa's helper hiding and trying and eating a burger and some chips very quickly. Mm. And that's, that's not good. And that's and that's that's okay. Breaks the magic a little bit. Well, was Santa's helper thought because they were behind? <laughs> they were behind in the grotto. In the grotto. <laughs> That no one, that no one could see them. Was oh. there any special sauce on the beard, or any kind oh, of like? That's made terrible. A, what Sanders Helper hadn't realised is that in this new <laughs> shopping centre, the floors are all glass. So there were just thirty people with their iPhones taking photographs. Oh. I've got to say, I saw a Santa's Helper at yeah. a shopping centre, and uh, don't try and bring Santa into an anti-obesity age. Okay. Don't try and trim him down. Oh, really? Skinny okay. Santa. Skinny Santa's just yeah. no go. Doesn't all right? work. No, it Get, doesn't work. He's a big, jolly man. Mm-hmm. So don't try and send your health message yeah, out don't, there. He's not on light and easy. No. Give it up. No, he no is. Dice. He's eating mince pies and he's drinking a glass of sherry. Three million times. <laughs> what about the Santa that we'll often take the dog to uh, mm. at the pet shop? There's a pet shop in Melbourne that mm. uh, where you can get your dog and cat photographed with Santa. Fantastic. And people queue up. He's very patty, though. Is He's he? all hands. <laughs> He's all hands. And if you bring in a cat, we saw it. There was someone brought in a cat, you know, with the fur makes it look like it's wearing boots. Oh, I yeah. love that. Shave to make it look like boots. <laughs> I, I call them come pat me boots. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he couldn't keep the hands off. Really? It was one of those. He was all hands, the pet Santa. Okay, leave her, leave Yeah, what do you want for Christmas? What was that? that chicken. Was a, that was... You bring your chicken in to be photographed with Santa? That was a chicken dog uh, asking for a bone made out of straw. That's probably a good place to leave it because you finally lost your mind, Moon. Okay. Right, Can I to... send, send a little bit of a cheerio Depends. To, to the Sparkies, the girls and boys at mm. Dessa? I'm going to do their Christmas party tonight and oh. crack them Ooh. up. Uh-oh. So, And because there's a lot of tradies out there listen to the M's, mm-hmm. I know all the gang from Dessa will be listening. So hello and I'll mm. see you tonight. What about, we'd like to give a shout out to the over 30 people that complained about you that to make you get sacked from the cruise ship. Yeah, for those of you... <laughs> That were on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line Voyager of the Seas, mm-hmm. uh, who hated my act. Um, have a happy Christmas. That's nice. There's Next time you there. get on the high seas, I won't be there. You'll have to put up with Simon Palomaris. Thank so, you. <laughs> a wonderful comedian. So, uh, Moon, that's what you're playing. I love it. Das, what can we? where can we hear you next? Uh, you can listen to my podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club. You Excellent can find podcast. it on iTunes or at littledumdumclub.com. All over, you gentlemen have been on. We have it over 100 episodes. You do a great yeah. job. Dr. Martin. Uh, I'm at Mr. Tony Martin. On Twitter, waffling yes. on uh, about uh, <laughs> defunct uh, video delivery systems. Yes, you and are presenting cat clips. And more the power to you, Rosie. Thank you for everything. My One, pleasure. Wonderful mm. as always. Uh, now, friend of mine, uh, Mr. Dave Hughes, texted me last night, and he's doing a gig. Wonderful Spiegeltent.com.au. It is in. It's in Victoria on Monday, eight thirty p.m. It's called the Jokes Over. 
uh, Hughesy and the Friends toast the wheel opening. So it's Mr. Hughes and a number, I think Mr. O'Neill's going to be there. They've got a kind there. of a Melbourne eye down there. Yeah, it's they a do. little, it's a, little and, wheel. And it didn't spin. It got one hot day and it stopped spinning. So you get yourself down to that uh, if you get the chance. Uh, I will be, next time you'll be hearing me on the M's is uh, I'm taking over mid-dawns. Exactly, no, yes. I'm going, <laughs> finally. Oh, you will be hearing me every day uh, as part of the Brisbane Grill team with Marta, the legend, yeah. and Michelle. Ooh. Very much looking forward to my hometown, Ooh. taking TIFF and uh, getting involved. Very much looking forward to it. Back to the story bridge for you, buddy. Absolutely right. We're house hunting uh, for a new place at the moment, and it's, uh, it's all very exciting. Where are you going to live, Logan? Yeah, no, I'm thinking uh, I don't want to. I mean, I'll, I'll obviously give out my exact address <laughs> soon. But, uh, There'll be a, a black thunder parked out the front. <laughs> yeah, of, of course there will. All right, that's it. Summer breakfast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming on board. And the moral of the show, of course, is... Look at it. Almost looks like an albino pineapple. Have a nice Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and Friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado, think Holden. Thanks for downloading the Triple M Summer Breakfast podcast. Myself, Ed Cavalier. I hope you've enjoyed the time that we've had together. It's been a lot of fun. And you can hear me permanently on the Triple M Brisbane Grill Team with Mardo and Michelle. Very much looking forward to going to my hometown.